Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jeez Kingdom, what's going on? Happy Tuesday. We appreciate you joining us on what is a sad Tuesday, to be quite honest with you. But that's all right. We're going to still try and have some fun. We appreciate everybody in the chat. I already see Time Man. I already see Tony Fuentes. I see the Bright Wolf. I know that all my guys got my back and are chilling with me here on this Tuesday, even though the Chiefs took an L yesterday. That's all right. We digress. We continue on. And as Bill Belichick once said, it's on to Cincinnati. Who you got, by the way, 4 to rather tomorrow, this weekend's game with Kansas City and Cincinnati. I want you to spam KC. I want you to spam SIN. If you're going with the Bengals, let me see what you got. What's up, Ty, man? We got Tony spamming KC. Everybody's starting to pile in here. We got over 50 people. I want to see who's in the chat. Let me know. Anybody who spams KC, you're getting a shout-out. We got Anthony Martinez. We got Tony Fuentes. We got Lisa Cheney. We got Jay Kaufman. We got TH, Liam Jones, Ty, man, Paul D, Amos, Dark Savage and Jay Kaufman, along with Ty Man, the Buckeye, still spamming those KCs. Listen, guys, the fact that we're here, the fact that we're talking, the fact that we're still spamming KC shows the loyal and true pride to the Kansas City Chiefs, and I love it. Lamoni Robinson, Jordan Wright, Ferdinand is in the chat. Edward is in the chat. Jay is in the chat. Michael Peters is hanging out with us today. We got Deborah Lewis also in the chat. It's a good day to have a great day, and that's what we're going to do, even though the loss happened yesterday, because it's on to Cincinnati, and we don't need to worry about yesterday. We'll talk a little bit about it, kind of digress, or rather digest what happened, and see what can be done. So we got Georgia spamming the KCs in the chat. We got TH and Ty Man still going at it. We got the Bright Wolf. We got Jake Kaufman, and we got Edward saying Chief Kingdom. Man, I appreciate y'all coming and hanging out with us. I know it's not exactly the greatest thing. Terry Vaughn in the chat, Tony Fuentes, all hanging out with us, having a good time, and that's what we like. Listen, these Tuesday live streams are to go and talk with you guys, have a good time, and that's exactly what we're going to do, but got to get to some business for that, so we're going to talk about our sponsor on today's show, and that is Prize Picks. I'm telling you, Prize Picks is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports, and if you're not doing it, then I don't know what you're doing. You see, Prize Picks is a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game, and it's really simple to play. You pick two or more players going two to six, and then you pick more than or less than on their prize picks projection stats. I've got one in for football here on Saturday game, the Saturday game with the Lions taking on the Cowboys. I've got the more on passing yards for Jared Goff and Dak Prescott, and I've got the more on Amon Ross St. Brown. He's on my fantasy team. I'm going to put some money on him as well with prize picks. I got five here to win. Guess what? 30. Pretty good math right there. You can go put your entries in and get a $100 deposit match. You go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS 
and use that code CLNS for a first deposit match. It's right there on the bottom of your screen, or we're going to put it in the chat if you want to go check that out. Price picks super awesome because they also offer a reboot policy. So that if one of those players got injured in the first half, that player is going to be rebooted. And guess what? Price picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. I'm telling you, go check it out. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use that code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. Shout out to Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. It's in the chat right now. Where you watching from? Shout out your city. I know we got Paul Amos from. I'm going to wait till he puts him in the chat because I think that's one of my favorite things to say here. As I know where Paul is from, but I like to say it every time. Tony Fuentes, everyone. I want to see Justin Jefferson and Patrick Mahomes. Don't we all? Don't we all? Unfortunately, I think he would cost an arm and a leg. Tony Fuentes coming in from Dallas, as per usual, hanging out with us. We're having a good time here. I got to see where you're watching for. Freddie. Oh, gosh. This is going to be a tough one. Top Tappahannock, Virginia. Virginia. Freddie, did I get that right? Tappahannock, Virginia. Michael Peters from Lawrence, Kansas. Hey, Jayhawks. But you live in the Philippines. That's cool. That's cool. Olave or Rasheed Rice? Have Jefferson and Puka and Flex. Um, I would say Rasheed. Olave is good, but I don't trust his quarterback. I trust Rasheed's quarterback. Dean Doe's in the car right now hanging out with us. I like it. I like it. Gilbert saying Tulare, Tulare, California. I don't know if they're right. Freddie, I did get it right. From Tabahannock, Tabahannock, West Virginia, or Virginia. Wakini, Kansas from Richard Martin. Don't forget to like. Oh, yeah, like the video. We got 60-plus people in here and only 10. And there it is, Paul Amos from Tonganoxy, Kansas. I love to say that. You know what I also love to say? My producer's name, because it's a fun name to say. It's super fun, and we got him on here. You know him from yesterday. You love him from yesterday. It is Big Tex. What's up, my man? How we doing? Hey, we're having a good day, or at least we're trying to. Yesterday trying. wasn't a good day, so we're having a better day today. Getting a better day. Better day today. Bounce back day. Bounce back day. That's a good way to put it. It's a bounce back Tuesday right here. Bounce back Tuesday. You got Jordan Wright from Kansas City, Missouri. Craig from Quincy, Illinois, hanging out with us. It's a good day. It's a good day. I got to ask, though, with the loss yesterday, do you still believe in this Chiefs team as we're still letting a little bit of people roll in here before we get this live show started? But do you still believe in this Chiefs team? I got to know what's going on. Type Y for yes and for no. We got one more question after this, and then we're going to start going into our live show. But Gonna let people kind of file in. I know there's a line to get into this, so we're gonna let people get in. We got a bunch of people typing Y, which I love to see. This is what I wanted. Tim Bowen from South Bend, Indiana. We got Michael, Paul, the Bright Wolf, Paul. I love to see it. Spam those Y's. Listen, you gotta have faith. It's all about faith. The offense does look bad, but that's all right. Jordan Wright said it perfectly. Defense wins championships, and the defense, I would argue, is the second best defense in the NFL, and it may be close to the first. It's the Ravens and the Chiefs. They're the best two defenses in the NFL. We saw last night, the 49ers defense can be beat. It can be beat, and it can be beat bad. I mean, granted, there was a lot of unfortunate turnovers, but still, the 49ers defense did not look the greatest. Same thing happened last year, Dean Doe. Not to this extent. Not to this extent, but yes. There were some problems last year with receivers. The problem is the Chiefs last year just found a way to win. This year, they, just, they can't find a way to win. They just lose these close games instead. They just lose them. Got a bunch of whys. I like it. Machines look very uh, lost. Yeah. Craig Gill, why a huge why? I love it. Number 11 is the problem with the Chiefs. There's a lot of problems with the Chiefs. Marquez Valdez-Gantling is just one of them. Tony Fuentes and Ty Man still leading and Paul D. Amos still leading. 
our three legends in the chat always hanging out with us. We appreciate that. All right. Well, we've talked about do you believe in him, but what is the problem on this team? Is it Matt Nagy? And if so, is it time for him to go? I want you to type F if you want to fire Matt Nagy, the offensive coordinator, or type K for keep. Is it important? It is important. He does not call the plays, but he does draw up the offensive schemes. And him and Andy Reid kind of converge on talking through plays. I, I, I just don't know who to blame at this point. And Matt Nagy, given his schemes, have just not looked good. Maybe it's time. The Bright Wolf, Dean Duo, Tony Fuentes, all saying F for fire. Unknown Raider guy. Man, you're in the wrong chat. Isn't the Raiders guy? Isn't Mitch live right now, bro? You got somewhere else to be? And we're, we're happy to hang out with you. If you, you want to hang out here, you like us more. That's fine. Hang out here. Fire Matt Nagy. Bring back B enemy. I'd hope so, man. Bring EB back. I would wish. I wish. I just think he's. I just think B enemy is gonna go get a job somewhere else. Yeah, I got you. The Dean Duo saying yes. F A I, F D. I don't know what unknown Raider guys. Oh, he's training. He's, he's doing F for fire Raiders. What is this guy doing? Anyways, Freddie Owens saying EB. Why would we even fire B enemy? They never. They didn't fire him. He just. They just didn't renew his contract. And from what I've, it seems like Washington outbid Kansas City on the new contract. So it wasn't like they fired him. It wasn't like they wanted him to go. He just got more money from Washington. And Bartley took the more money. I mean, I, I can't blame the guy. I do the same thing. Texts do the same thing. Someone offers you more money, you're going to go take it. Especially when you're doing the same job. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just how it works. Unfortunately, that, that welcome to America. You're doing the same job, and someone says, we'll pay you more to the same thing. You're going to go take that. It, it, that's, that's just unfortunate. Hire Alex Smith as offensive coordinator. I kind of like that, Dark Savage. That'd be cool. I like Zach Robinson over with Sean McVay, because if McVay retires and the Rams don't take Zach Robinson, I would love to have Zach Robinson as an offensive coordinator. We may, maybe that's the video we make. Maybe we're doing a little offensive coordinator replacement video because it seems like everybody wants to fire him. We can do a little offensive coordinator replacement video sometime in the next couple weeks if it keeps going bad. I'll tell you what, we have, another, we have another bad week this week on offense. We're doing offensive coordinator replacements next week. Richard Martin, though, Nagy's not the problem. I, I kind of agree, but I, I just think like he's a, to me, everywhere he goes, he's been a poison. It doesn't really work where he goes. That's all right, though. All right, we're going to get this show started here in just a minute, but we do have a Mailbag, coming up, as always. So, once you do me a favor, use hashtag Chiefs to get in line and try and get your question on the show. If you would like to guarantee that you are on the show, well, then do me a favor, you can super chat. We appreciate that. And plus, not only that, if you super chat, you're not just going to be the first one on the video, the first one on the mailbag. We're going to give you a personalized Chiefs chop. Our real ones know what that is. We're going to be talking as we do a little Chiefs chop with your name. So, that's what comes with it, but otherwise, it's all right. Any super chat is thankful, but you don't have to. Using hashtag Chiefs is perfectly to get those questions. Lennon, Goofy Jace Uckerman. When would you add Goofy Jace, man? Change the Goofy thing. That's kind of funny. Here's what we got on today's show. We got three segments for you. We're going to give you the latest Chiefs rumors talking about Patrick Mahomes being frustrated with the play calling. In fact, seeming as though he wanted to call the plays himself. Uh, just a lot of bad things happening. We're going to go through a Bengals preview. Haven't got to do a preview in a couple weeks. I think now with the Bengals being the first time we're playing them all season and it being an important game, it's a good time to talk about them. So we're going to talk about this game and what it means for both sides. And then, like I said, that mailbag using hashtag Chiefs or Super Chat. Get in here 
and you can get in there. What in the world is unknown rare aggressive? The autumn wind is a pirate blustering in from the sea. With a rockling song, he sweeps along, swaggering boastfully. All right. He's having a fun time. Uh, use hashtag Chiefs or Super Chat if you want to get on today's mailbag segment. Coming up as our third segment on, the day, on today's show, as per usual here on our Tuesday live streams. But we're going to give you the latest Chiefs rumors talking about what to expect and what happened yesterday, what the Chiefs can do to fix it. All that coming up right here in just a moment. But without further ado, Chiefs Kingdom, let's get rolling on today's Tuesday live show. What went wrong yesterday? Well, what didn't go wrong, I think, is the better question to ask. There were so many things that I think the Chiefs could have done better at, but we're going to talk about every single thing and what exactly is in the cards for the coming weeks for this Kansas City Chiefs squad. All that coming up right here on the Chiefs of Fort by Chat Sports. I'm your host, Jay Sanders. Let's get right into it with what is wrong. So it's pretty obvious there is a divide between what this team basically is looking to achieve and what they have been achieving. You're not exactly where you thought you would be. If I'd have told Chiefs Kingdom at the beginning of the season you'd be 9-6 and six right now playing the Bengals, I think you would actually probably just lie down and die. I, I don't think that was even a thought, to be quite honest with you. I mean, heck, I'm going to be quite literal. I predicted the Chiefs to have five losses. I did. And I got ripped. People did not like it. But now we're sitting here at 9-6, and six, and I wish we were 12-5. and five. The max wins right now is 11. At best, you're 11-6. and six. I mean, this team has just kind of fallen off a cliff all of a sudden, and there's multiple reasons to look at. We're going to talk about all of them, and let's kind of start with what can be done for these next two weeks. So you start with this wide receiver. You start with Patrick Mahomes and looking at how exactly you can go about this with the upcoming weeks. Because I'm not going to say that it was Patrick Mahomes' fault by any means. He looked like he was the only guy caring out there, to be quite honest. But his stat line wasn't exactly a Patrick Mahomes stat line. Now, it's hard because you have this guy to such a high level, and you compare him to that high level every time he steps on the field. So when he goes out there and looks lost, when he goes out there and throws for 235, which some would call respectable, it doesn't seem that good because it's not Patrick Mahomes. He's the MVP. He is what is, people are saying will be the GOAT. Well, you can't say that if this keeps happening. Now, again, I'm not going to blame this at all, Patrick Mahomes, because it's not his fault. I will say again, he looked like the only guy on that field that cared yesterday. Maybe Travis Kelsey, but he cared when he was frustrated. But it seemed like Patrick was constantly, I want to get this done, I want to get this done. Nobody else really was. And that showed because he was rushing the ball as well. Obviously, you were out with Jarek McKinnon. He has that groin injury and is out for the season with IR. He may be back in the playoffs, but obviously you don't know at this point. And you have Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And you have Isaiah Pacheco back returning from that shoulder injury. But then he got a concussion. It was Pacheco that got injured. And now you have Mahomes, who is basically just trying to carry this team in every facet, in the running game, in the passing game, and sometimes the receiving game because these receivers just continue to drop the ball. It was funny. The CBS crew put up a graphic of how many drops the Chiefs had, and then they threw it to Travis Kelsey, who dropped the next ball. I understand the frustration, and it's not just with the wide receivers or the offensive line anymore. He's frustrated with the play calling. And we saw this yesterday from Mahomes because there was multiple times where the camera caught him. One time, it was after a play had been called, and he goes, call the dang play already. It seemed like, basically, Matt Nagy and Andy Reid were struggling on the sideline to get the play into Patrick Mahomes, which is something that should not happen. Andy Reid's the one who calls the plays. Matt Nagy schemes it, and they converse on the sideline. This can't happen. 
You need to get the play in sooner, and that's one thing. And then he went to the sideline, and he mouthed, I could call a better game than this, or something of that nature, basically saying he's frustrated with these calls. Now, again, we're not professional lip readers. We don't know what he said. We probably will never know what he said because, well, he's not going to say what he said in the, in the moment, in the fight of the game. It's just a hard time for Mahomes, and I understand it. It's a frustrating time for everybody, and he seems like he cares the most out of everybody on this team, even more than Andy Reid and Matt Nagy and every coach who has their jobs on the line right now. Not so much Andy Reid, but definitely Matt Nagy. Let's go back to Isaiah Pacheco. Now, he got a concussion in that game. Sam McDowell confirmed this after Andy Reid said it in his press conference. Now, this adds so much problems because you already have the wide receiver issues. You have Patrick Mahomes being frustrated. You have so many things just sitting here thinking, okay, how exactly can we go about this team in any other way than using the running game to identify ourselves? But this running back room is going to be hurt. This running back room is in complete disarray right now. If Pacheco is out for a certain amount of time with the concussion, which he's in concussion protocol, we don't know what exactly that means, how long he'll be out. But either way, if he's out, this running back room is in big, big trouble. And here's why. McKinnon is on IR. You're out one running back. They're, Pacheco is there, your number one. So if he's out, you're out two. That leaves Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Michael Pirine, who was officially signed to the active roster just this past week and did not see any snaps. I, I just don't know what to do in this standpoint because the receivers aren't performing. The running backs are getting injured, and Mahomes is just going out there trying to do whatever he can. And yet he still shows confidence. He still continues to show his confidence and give that to his team. And I kind of agree with him in this thing that he said yesterday. He said this after the game. If we clean it up, we can beat anybody. I truly believe that. I do too. Do you believe in this Chiefs team though? I think there's some fans that are starting to kind of give up hope. Let me know in the comment section, do you believe in this Chiefs team? I want you to type Y for yes. I want you to type N for no. What are we thinking, Chiefs Kingdom? Is it time to move on? Is it time to figure out something? I don't know. I think there's this. I still believe in this team. I think that Patrick Mahomes put it perfectly. The only team that is beating this team is the Chiefs. The Chiefs are beating the Chiefs. They're beating themselves. There has been multiple times, if you look back on pretty much every one of the six losses besides maybe two, there is a clear way that the Chiefs beat themselves. Let's go back to week one. That missed pass by Kadarius Toney that bounced in the hands of the Lions. That's the team who just won their division. You probably beat them on opening night if Kadarius Tony bats down every ball. There's a couple of other games. Yesterday, you gave the Raiders 14 free points in a matter of seven seconds. It's all on you. If you can clean up these mistakes, you can beat pretty much anybody. But you have to clean up the mistakes. And it hasn't been cleaned up, and it's almost week 17 now. In fact, it is week 17 now. No, no more time. I'm losing hope. you got to figure this out, and it's now or never. It's also now or never for your prize fix entries because I'm telling you, prize fix is super fun to play, and you should be playing it pretty much every day. I keep playing it every day. In fact, it's been super, super fun. It adds so much excitement to the sports viewing experience. I find myself watching pretty much every football game now, and it's really, really fun. Now, you can also get a $100 deposit match if you go to prizefix.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS. 
Here are my entries for Saturday as that's the next NFL game. I've got the more on Jared Goff, Dak Prescott, and Amon Ross St. Brown on the passing yards for Goff and Prescott, and the more on receiving yards for Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm a more guy, and I think that's going to be an offensive game. It's in Dallas, and if you remember the last Dallas primetime game they had against the Seahawks, that was also a big offensive scoring game. I'm pretty sure we're going to see another one of those, plus Amon Ra has been an absolute tear lately. I know the Lions just won their division, but I think they're going to still keep playing at a high level, especially with now a chance with that one seed in line after the Niners lost yesterday. Now, Prize Picks is a skill-based, real money dated fantasy sports game. And, of course, with basketball season here, you don't have to just, just do NFL. You can combo your projections across the NBA and the NFL, so you can pick the more and say, Jared Goff passing yards and Jason Tatum points. Once again, you can get a $100 deposit match by going to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and using that code CLNS. So do yourself a favor and go check out one of the number one daily fantasy sports app, Prize Picks, as they've got quick withdrawals. They've got easy gameplay and an enormous section of players and stat lines. Once again, prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use that code at CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. It's that code that you see on the bottom of your screen, and we're going to put it in the comments and in the description. So make sure you go check it out. There was one silver lining on this video, and that was Rasheed Rice. And he really played well yesterday. Again, he saw 12 targets, which I still think is crazy. I actually thought he did not have that much, but he broke a rookie record. I think that's the thing we got to be focusing on. He broke the rookie record for Chiefs receptions. He had 71. That was the rookie. Well, that was what broke the record. He's going to have so many more. I mean, this guy is a stud in his first year, a second-round pick out of SMU. I really like this pick. I think this may be a very underrated pick in Brett Veach's career. And it was really a shot in the dark. So I don't know how much credit I want to give to him. But Rasheed Rice has been absolutely special. And honestly, he's been carrying this offensive team. If you look at the wide receiver numbers yesterday, him and Richie James combined for 100 yards. Travis Kelsey had 44, and 42 of those came in the first half. I like that Rasheed Rice had 12 targets. I don't like that Richie James had three targets, and he caught all three of them. I love, I would love to see more of Richie James. I need to see more of Richie James. We just, there seems like a, a, a problem in here. To this week was the week to open it up. Your wide receiver room was hurt. You have Kadarius Tony who was out. You have Sky Moore who was on our. McCall Hardman's not back from IR yet. This seemed like the perfect game to get those two names, not, un, not Rasheed Rice and Marcos Valdez-Kentley, under them. Rasheed Rice, you have Richie James. Under Canary's Tony, you have Justin Rawls. Use those two guys. And you didn't use them. Rawls saw one target, and he caught it and got three yards. Richie saw three targets, and he caught all three. And you didn't give him any more than that? I just, I, I don't get it. The wide receiver issues on this team are starting to become not just with the actual receivers, but with the coaching staff and the way they're managing this entire team from snap count to the way they run routes. Like I said, Rasheed Rice had 12 targets, but the routes that he was running weren't exactly the way that I think that they should play Rasheed Rice. Now, I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to control an offense, but I like to think that my football knowledge is pretty high. At the same time, I look at these routes, and I don't understand why we're throwing a fade route to Rasheed Rice when the whole thing on his draft board was speed, was route running, and was the ability to have the basically wherewithal to use his agility to get open. And we're throwing fade routes to him. When we have a guy like Justin Ross, who 
was known for his high-pointing ability, was known for him getting up in those corner of the end zones to get the ball. And they didn't throw it to him. I, I'm just kind of confused because that was what we saw in the preseason. This preseason Chiefs team was exactly what I wanted this team to be. You have Justin Ross out there high-putting the ball. You have Rasheed Rice doing those agility routes and running down the field. Where has that been? We still see Rasheed Rice running under routes, which I'm fine with if you throw him the ball. But Mahomes was really struggling to give it to him. There was three times where Mahomes was running around and he had Rasheed Rice under an open route. He didn't throw it to him. And I don't know if that's because he doesn't trust him. I don't know if he doesn't like the routes running. But it's just weird that you see Rasheed Rice there. And then Richie James, who is back and is healthy, only sees three targets after Andy Reid last week said, oh, it's on me. I want to get more snaps for Richie James. He had two targets last week. He had three this week. That's not more, Andy. That's not more. Mahomes just looks hesitant. I, I kind of alluded to that with, with Rice. I think he just is hesitant with everybody at this point. I don't think it's a trust issue in some ways with some receivers. I think that is with others. But he's just hesitant with every single throw he makes. Maybe I'm seeing this wrong. Maybe I am. I want to know from Chiefs Kingdom. You watched the game yesterday. You saw the highlights. Does Mahomes look hesitant to throw the football to certain receivers? If you think he is, well, I want you to type H for hesitant. If you think that Mahomes trusts his receivers still, you think he's still in line and still trusts them, then I want you to type T for trust. I want you to get in the comment section and let me know what you think because this is kind of one of those things where you look at it and see basically everything that you have to see from a basically an eye point perspective of how exactly are we going to go about this and can Mahomes start to feel that trust in him? Because he says all this confident thing, confident things in his press conferences. But there just looks like he isn't trusting him right there. And the fact of the matter is, I talked about Richie James. I talked about Rasheed Rice. But Marquez Valdez again, getting 80% of the snaps yesterday and seeing just one target is about all I needed to know. He's not being trusted, and I can't blame Mahomes. But you got to figure something out here because... There's two weeks. You're probably going to go to the playoffs. There's two weeks to figure it out. And when you get to the playoffs, records reset. Doesn't matter what you've done in the, in the regular season. You just got to win. I believe the Chiefs can do that. They just got to figure it out again these last two weeks against two teams that aren't exactly the greatest teams, the Bengals and the Chargers. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We got two weeks left of the playoffs. I expect the Chiefs to be there. There is a pretty, pretty good possibility. They honestly, at this point, they don't even need to win. They just need other stuff to happen. But they can secure it with a win next week once again. So do me a favor, hit that subscribe button. I'd really appreciate it. Go scroll down, the red subscribe button, press that. We're going to keep you covered on all things Kansas City Chiefs here until the playoffs and through the playoffs and even to the offseason. And hopefully, it'll be a better offseason. And hopefully, we'll be holding a Super Bowl trophy after all of this. We'll have to see you, though. We appreciate you watching. As always, Chiefs Kingdom. Peace out. All right, what do you all think, guys? Think he trusts his receivers at all? Tony says he trusts him. I'm kind of interested to see what y'all say. Get rid of Travis Kelsey. Move from Taylor Swift. That's funny. Curran Slater says hesitant. It's kind of what I'm thinking, man. He just seems hesitant. T for Rice and Watson. I agree. I think there's certain receivers he trusts. The fact that he was giving 12 targets to Bryn Rashi when he was running these crappy routes, I think he trusts him maybe more than People want to say. I think he maybe trusts him as a veteran-type guy when he's in his rookie year, which is really fun. H, because he always looks frustrated. I agree, Brandon. I think he's just always, like, 
frustrating. Gilbert, I agree. We all have trust. But I don't know if the whole trust is deceiving them. Yeah, Kel- even Kelsey. I mean, Kelsey's dropped since. Kelsey's dropped a lot. It's just been tough, guys. Because, like, there's nothing really that Mahomes can do. It's all on him getting it to the receivers and just hoping they can catch it. So, you need another weapon, STH? You need another weapon six months ago, and Brett Veach sat on his hands. To be quite honest with you, if there's someone to blame, part of me says it's Brett Veach. H, big time. Like, Brett Veach, just, he, 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 didn't, he didn't do anything this offseason. He got Rasheed Rice, which I said in the video. It was a shot in the dark. Like, I don't think he had any legitimacy behind it. Did it work out? 100%. Like, dude's a stud. I love that kid. But do I think that was planned? Do I think that was calibrated of, we're not going to sign DeAndre Hopkins. We're not going to spend money on wide receivers. We're not going to find a way to manage these contracts. No, it wasn't like that. It was just going to do that. Yeah. Didn't even have to give a pick. It, it just, it, I just don't know. Like, there's part of me that says Brett Veach is on the hot seat. Like, I understand this Chiefs team as a quote-unquote dynasty has been able to get to the AFC Championship a lot of years, but if you cannot win in these situations and you cannot still improve, it's tough. And listen, I'm going to say this. I may get a little bit of hate, but some of this is on Mahomes. I mean, it's not because of his play. I'm not talking about that. Dude's an amazing quarterback, and I think he's still one of the better quarterbacks of our generation. But he is taking a lot of money away. Like, he wants to be the highest-paid quarterback, which is nice and all. I'm glad. I want that for him. I think he deserves it. I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL and deserves that paycheck. But there's also some, some want or need to say, does it matter more for money, or does it matter more to go win a Super Bowl? I, I think that's, that's what it could be. Bro, I'd be the number one target day one. Right, well, I, I got my route running going. Like, I love Patrick Mahomes, guys. But I, I don't want to say that at all. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to bash on them, but it's just hard because he continues to try and make himself the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. They restructured his contract this year to make him the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. And it, it, it's not working. I mean, you, you, you can't draft wide receivers. You are signing the wrong ones. Marquez Valdez-Scantling for $14 million is ridiculous. It's Andy Reid should be the GM next season. All right, who's the coach, though, current player? That's the problem. Like, I just don't know what's going on with the coaching situation there if you do that. Like, I, I love Andy Reid. He should be in the organization. He's not the problem. I think he's had some struggling circumstances, but I don't, he's not the problem. Ricky Moore saying T for trust. Paul saying H for resident. Seen a lot of H's. There's a lot of things going on, but, man, it, it's rough, but. As Bill Belichick once said, I know we're Andy Reid here all day, but as Bill Belichick once said, it's, <laughs> it's on to Cincinnati. Time and the Browns do play a Thursday. Don't play the, they play the Jets, don't they? Kind of an interesting Thursday night game. Browns and Jets. Maybe if we release MVS, could afford a receiver like D-Hop or T. Higgins. I would like T. Higgins. That's, that's who I want. I want T. I love T. I've got to be quite honest with you. The Chiefs get bounced in the first round. It's T. Higgins or bust. Like, I'm, I'm straight up saying, if you do not get T. Higgins, I don't know what to do. You can spend that money on him. You cannot sign Chris Jones. Chris Jones has been okay. Not great. Not worth $30 million a year. You have George Karloftis. You have other people who have been really good. You do not need 
to sign him as you can go get T. Higgins. You get bounced in the first round. You need T. Higgins, and that's, that's T. Higgins above. Because if you get T. Higgins, and next year you have T. Higgins, Rasheed Rice, a third-year Kadarius Tony, who hopefully has his confidence back, and Travis Kelsey with Patrick Mahomes, and the defense that still is going to have Carl Loftus, Michael Dana, and Derek Nottie, Legereus Sneed you can sign back if you just get T and you don't get Chris Jones. Trent McDuffie's in his third year. You've got Shamari Connor, who will probably be back in the rotation. Mike Edwards, maybe you re-sign him. I mean, there's, there's a lot of good things. There's a lot of good things. I don't think you're getting both Hollywood Brown and Tiggins. I think you get one of them. I would like Tiggins. But knowing Brett Beach, if he's going to get anybody, it'll be a cheaper option, which would be Curtis Samuel, which I also like. We'll see though. Use hashtag Chiefs, get your question, and we're going to go on to a Cincinnati Bengals preview here as we're going to be the second segment of today's show. Uh, like we said, on to Cincinnati. Let's not worry about yesterday now. Let's kind of focus on what's the road ahead, how can you win, and ultimately what this game brings. Because Cincinnati and, and the Chiefs, I would argue, is everybody says, oh, the, the Chiefs have a rivalry with this team, rivalry with this team. If you want to talk about actual rivalries, it's probably the Chiefs and the Raiders and the Chiefs and the Bengals. Like, the Bengals do have a rival with the Chiefs because, I mean, there's been so much history the past couple of years. Like, I just kind of formed it. Obviously, Joe Burrow not playing changed it, but let's get into this here. We're going to talk about the Chiefs versus Bengals here on the preview. So, we'll talk about all that here on today's show, and let's get right into it. Chiefs versus Bengals preview, NFL Week 17. As one Bill Belichick once said, it's on to Cincinnati. Let's forget about what happened last week, and let's talk about the Chiefs versus the Bengals here on the Chiefs Report by Chad Sports. I'm your host, Jason Andrews. And, well, it's a bounce-back week for the Chiefs once again. They continue to have losses where the next week, you got to win. And, listen, this seems like one of those you-have-to-win scenarios. Now, obviously, it's not going to be like, oh, if you lose, you're out of the playoffs. not what's going to happen. And you have the scoring offense for the Bengals and the scoring defense not exactly at the greatest clip. Meanwhile, Kansas City at the scoring offense, well, they're doing pretty good. 22.2, 12 in the league, and their scoring defense is literally the second best defense in the NFL. The Chiefs are better in almost every stat over the Cincinnati Bengals. They should come out to this game, play with fire, play with poise, and get their first win at Arrowhead since October 22nd. Yes, you heard me right. October 22nd was the last time they won at Arrowhead. This game will be played on New Year's Eve, December 31st. That's two months plus of no wins at your home stadium. Not a good look. Not a good look. But it should be a perfect time for it. You got to go out there and win this game. Especially when it's not Joe Burrow. It's Jake Browning at quarterback. And if you look at the stats. Obviously played less game than Patrick Mahomes. But comparing these two quarterbacks. Jake Browning played good for a couple of games. And then he decided to say. You never should have effing cut me after he beat the Vikings. And then last week. He did not look good which I could have predicted. When you say something like that, the next week tends to be something of uh, a disappointment. Now, do I think he has a good arm? Do I think he has a good poise? Do I think Jake Browning is a good quarterback? Yes, I think I understand exactly what he is. But should the Chiefs go out here and whip him up? Yes, I also agree. This guy is good. But when you have a great defense, this offense just needs to score 20 points. If you can score 20, you're probably going to win. Problem is, the Chiefs offense has not exactly been the greatest at scoring 20. Now, I think that the Bengals and the Chiefs have somewhat of a bigger rivalry than maybe anybody else that likes to call a Chiefs rivalry. Like, we heard Tyree kills the Chiefs Dolphins is a rivalry. No. Heard freaking Bills. Bills-Chiefs is a rivalry. No. Chiefs-Raiders, I mean, yeah, because they're in the division, but 
you want to talk about a real rivalry? It's these two teams, the Chiefs and the Bengals. And it's because of the really recent historic record between these two. Past three matchups have been one and three in favor, or one and two in favor of the Bengals, who've won two of them. Now, the Chiefs won the most recent matchup, 23 to 20, in the AFC Championship game last year to reach the Super Bowl and go take on the Philadelphia Eagles, who they ended up winning. Well, the past two games, though, it wasn't actually their shot. In 2022, last year, they lost 27 to 24 against the Bengals, and that was where the whole Burrowhead started to come up. And, well, we know how that went in the AFC Championship game, and we know what Travis Kelsey likes to say with that. Now, in 2021, different situation. The Bengals beat the Chiefs as 27 to 24, same score in overtime to head to the AFC Champion in the AFC Championship game as they headed to their Super Bowl, and they lost to the Los Angeles Rams. So, um, a lot of history between these teams, and a lot of fun games. I think is kind of the same thing. But you look at these three records. These teams are having a very different year than what they had. I mean, this, this year has been completely different for both the Bengals and the Chiefs. Now, the Bengals have been one thing of, well, Joe Burrow's been injured. The Chiefs have been, our offense cannot score. It cannot work. And nothing overall has been going well, which is understandable. And for both these teams, it's looking for a big, high-caliber win. For the Bengals, I mean, at this point, they have to win out to even have a shot at the playoffs. And even that's kind of pushing the pressure here. So... Uh, they're coming and playing in Arrowhead for a shot at the playoffs. Chiefs, you win, you're in the playoffs. Big game on both sides. You've got to come out here and be the one that is more ready to go. Now, I mentioned how the Chiefs are better than the Bengals in pretty much every stat. Let's look at their defense. They are ranking 31st in yards given up a game. They are ranking 28th in, yards, in passing yards given up a game. And they are ranking 26th in rushing yards given up a game. This Bengals defense is not good. I mean... You're giving up almost 400 yards a game is not a good clip. Almost 275 yards on passing is also not good. I mean, this is a perfect game for Patrick Mahomes to really just try. I mean, Cam Taylor Britt is a good corner. Obviously, we don't know he'll be on the field. But at the same time, it's just hard because you got to go out there and Mahomes has to trust and throw it and let it fly, which we did not see against the Las Vegas Raiders this past Monday on Christmas. you got to go out there and let him sling the thing. And I think that needs to be schemed up by Andy Reid and Matt Nagy. And I think Patrick Mahomes needs to have a little bit of faith and trust in that scheme and ultimately in his team. Will the offense be able to get back on track? We saw the stats that the, that the Cincinnati Bengals defense has been giving up this year. Do you think it's a time for the offense to get on track in this season with this game? I want you to let me know in the comment section of today's video. Type Y for yes. Type in for no. Get in the comment section. Will the offense get back on track in this game against the Bengals? Why for yes and for no. There is one stipulation to this. Pacheco does have a concussion. Well, we don't exactly know if he'll be available to play on this Sunday's game on New Year's Eve. So, could be down a lot of running backs. And that creates a huge problem. Jarek McKinnon IR. There goes one. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is fine. But Pacheco, if he's out, you're left with your running back three and the Michael Pirine, who was just pulled up from the practice squad and signed to the active roster this week. It's going to be a tough, tough day if your running backs are Clyde and LaMichael. Now, I do trust both of them, but there is something to be said about having a bell cow back in Pacheco and then losing him in a certain point in the season, especially when the passing game has been struggling at times. The running game has been able to open it up. And plus, honestly, passing to Pacheco has been really fun this year. I like to see what he can do. Hopefully, we'll see him, but 
as of right now, we don't exactly know if it's for certain he will play on Sunday. I will say there is one thing for certain that I'll be playing on Sunday. That is Prize Picks. Now, Prize Picks is the number one daily fantasy sports app in North America, and it's clear to see why. Because it's a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game, and with basketball season here, it's the perfect time to start on Prize Picks. You can pick combo projections across the NBA and NFL. So you can pick the more on Travis Kelsey touchdowns and the more on Jason Tanner points. You can go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use that code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. Here are my picks for the Saturday game with the Lions and the Cowboys. As I've got Jared Goff, the more on passing yards. Dak Prescott, the more on passing yards. And I've got Amon Ross St. Brown, the more on receiving yards. I like the offensive plays here in this game. I've got the more across my entry here on prize picks. You can go fade me. You can go put in the same entry. You can go check it out if there's other picks that you, maybe you like better because they've got tons of selections. They've got receptions, rush attempts, freaking receiving yards in the first two catches, rush, rushing yards in the first five carries. They've got a ton of different stat types. So go check it out. Once again, quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. So go to prizepix.com slash CLNS and use that code CLNS for a first deposit match. Of up to $100, we're going to put that link in the chat and go check it out. It's going to be in the description as well. Shout out to Prize Picks. It's Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. The one worry in this game that I have is that the Chiefs' running defense is not good. We saw that yesterday, or excuse me, a couple days ago with Zamir White. He got 130 on you. The guy had been averaging like 10 yards a game. Now, obviously, he's not the main running back, so that's why he's been averaging that. But the NFL, in the NFL, the Chiefs are... 18th in terms of giving up running yards at 113.5. And the Bengals somewhat have a strength at running back. I will say that it's not exactly the greatest average, but there is something with how Joe Mixon runs the ball. He has an average of 3.9, and overall his stats are pretty solid. 222 carries, just under 1,000 yards, probably going for, that sec going for that in these next two games, eight touchdowns. And Mixon has had... Uh, sometimes against some Chiefs sometimes. Let's just say he can really turn it on at times. And him and Chase Brown, who is somebody to be worried about as well, the back of running back for the Bengals, have both been really kind of playing at elite level the past couple weeks. And they've been scoring touchdowns. So you got to keep worrying about them. Jake Browning is one thing, and I don't think he's amazing. But you also have to look at this and see what Joe Mixon will do and how to defend it. Because if you can't defend Zamir White, then you've got to be able – to defend a guy like James Conner. There's a lot of things that needs to happen. And hopefully, James Conner, or excuse me, Joe Mixon will be able to be shut down by the Cincinnati Chiefs. Or the, the Kansas City Chiefs. Good grief. Who you got in today's game? I want you to type KC for the Kansas City Chiefs or, or type CIN for the Cincinnati Bengals. Let me know in the comment section of today's video. I'm going to pin this one at the top. So let me know who you got in this game. KC for Kansas City. CIN for Cincinnati. The wide receivers for the Bengals could also cause a challenge for this Chiefs defense, and not because I don't believe in the Chiefs' cornerbacks. I think I trust in Trent McDuffie. I trust in Jalen and, and uh, Legarius Sneed and Jalen Watson. There's just a significant amount of receivers that the Bengals have that, honestly, each one of them could play at a top-tier level. Now, you have Jamar Chase, who we don't exactly know if he's going to play yet. We'll talk about that more here in a moment, but for now, let's look through these stats of these guys. You've got Jamar T. and Tyler Boyd. Jamar over 1,000, even though he's missed a couple games. T. Higgins at 630, even though he's missed pretty much four games, five games this year. Tyler Boyd has 634 and two touchdowns. All these guys 
are playing at elite caliber levels. And to be quite honest, Jamar and T are both wide receiver ones. In fact, T, he'll be a chief next year. Call it right now. I really would like that. But Jamar, he could be out this week. We don't have reports yet of official status for him. He missed last week's game against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Saturday. Um, haven't had any reports since then. We don't know if he's going to be ready available to play. Don't know if it's going to be one of those game time decisions. Um, if they're without him, I think it makes it to where this Chiefs team can't lose this game. Like if you lose this game to a Bengals team without Jamar Chase after you just lost to a Raiders team without Josh Jacobs, I just don't know what to tell you. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, I mean, that, that, at that point, I, I think you're, 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 you're stepping on nails. Like, there's just so much bad things happening that it's a lot. You've got to go in there and win if Jamar's not playing. If he is playing, okay, well, defense got to step up because there's three, three guys you got to cover. But overall, you've got to come out here and play a competitive game. Once you predict the score for this game, Chiefs versus Bengals, no matter who's on the field, give me a score prediction in the comment section below. I'm going to give you mine here in just a second, but give me some time. Go put that score prediction Scroll down and let me know what you're thinking for this game. I'll give you a second to do that here. Here's my score prediction. I've got Kansas City beating the Bengals 20-14. to 14. Like I said, if the offense can score 20, you will win. I think that's what's going to happen. 20-14, to 14, and I know that seems a little close. I think it's 20-7, to 7, and the Bengals score a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Makes it 20-14. We have the Chiefs get up 14-7, to 7, score a couple field goals in the third quarter, fourth quarter. And it's 27, and then the Bengals get a little, I'm not going to say last second touchdown, but later touchdown in the fourth quarter to make it just look like a one-score game. So that's my score prediction, but we will be live for this game here on the Chiefs Fort. Game kicks off at around 325. We'll be live right here on the Chiefs Fort around 230, maybe 245. We'll see what we get out here. But we're also finishing off our December challenge. We've got Will Markham and Robert Akers battling it out for the custom Chiefs jersey. You could totally still get in that battle as well if you want to join us at 2.30 p.m., or in Central Time, we'll be live for that game. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for that game. If you turn on the notifications, you're going to get an alert 30 minutes before we go live. We appreciate everybody if you mentioned us in this video. We really, really appreciate it. Type real one if you did. A little secret message for me. Peace out. Let's go. The way those balls have been laying, you won't make a 20-yard field goal. <laughs> yeah. Ball has been a little low. I like the score predictions here. Dean Duo saying 31-13. Tony Puentes saying 35-26. Alicia saying 32-21. Dakota Wolf saying 32-17. Tony Puentes saying 35-26. Next year, Chiefs signed two better my receivers, Mike Evans, Giggins, or Mike Evans and Calvin Ridley. I don't want Calvin Ridley. Got to be quite honest. Dude's 29. I don't think anybody realizes that. Deborah Lewis, 24-21. Chiefs. Official Q saying 28-14. I just have a hard time predicting the Chiefs offense to score more than 21. Like I, I, anything at 30, I just get, I just get, it, it makes me really hard to see it. Alicia, if it's a blowout, I think I would jump for joy. Like, you had a blowout against the Bears, and everything was like, oh, we're fine. And then they, they, nothing happened. They just Could see a blowout there, but Tony Point does saying 35 26. Good score there. Mike Evans and Justin Jefferson and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> what a trio that would be. <laughs> Next year, can you see what I see? That pad is really showing the trust of the whiteout. Of course, the game is there. It did. It did. There you go. Here, you want to, do we have that, um, the, yeah. 
All right, use hashtag Chiefs as Tex helped me out getting that uh, graphic up there. Use hashtag Chiefs. Want to get on on our mailbag here? He's going to get everything set for that. Oh, my photo didn't go in. Dang it. Oh, well. Um, it's just a marshmallow. Anyway, hashtag Chiefs. Let me know what you're thinking, what questions you want, and we will see what we're going to have here on today's mailbag. Hashtag Chiefs, you can also super chat to get on. Luckily, we got text, so he'll be sure to put it on as free as possible once we get it. Plus, a personalized Chiefs shop for you. Pretty good. Pretty good. Hashtag Chiefs, then answer your, then your question. We'll get you on today's video and let you keep us in here and talk about what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Alicia, I kind of agree with that. We're answering all these questions here in just a moment, so keep putting those hashtag Chiefs in there. I'm not throwing in the towel. Me either, Tony. We're not throwing in the towel. We're not doing that. By the way, we got 65 people in here, and we're at 42 likes. We're really cool if we can get to 50. We need eight more. Hit that like button. I'd really appreciate it. Helps us out. It's free. It's easy. Takes two seconds, and it you're never really going to see it again. Just hit that like button. It, 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 it just helps us out, and it, it's the easiest way to show that support. We need seven more likes to get to 50. I'd really appreciate it. We got 60 people in here. Plus... 60 plus people in here, and we have 43 likes. Just hit that like button real quick for me. Takes two seconds. I really appreciate it. We're at 44, and we only got six left. Six more left. I really appreciate it, guys. Plus, we all know that if you like the video, the Chiefs are more likely to win this week. So, it's pretty much science. Just don't be the jinx. Don't be the jinx. I don't think we we've got we haven't gotten enough likes on our live streams the past couple weeks. That's been the problem. Three more likes. Tell you what, let's get the 50, and then we're gonna go to the mailbag. Let's get three more likes. All we need three more likes. We'll go to the mailbag right away. Two more likes now. I just need two more. It's science. You like the video? The Chiefs will win this weekend. Science. Pretty, pretty big science. Oh, I'm gone. Where am I? <laughs> I'm a ghost. <laughs> oh, we lost two likes. We gained one like. Two more likes. Two more likes. Trying to get to 50 here, and we'll head off to this mailbag. Just hit that like button. It takes two seconds. I'd really appreciate it. Got a mailbag coming up. Keep using hashtag Chiefs. Super chat. Skip the line. And get into this video here. Hmm? You good? Sweet. All right. Let's get going here on the Chiefs support hashtag Chiefs and we're going to get into this Chiefs mailbag uh, so we're going to start talking about it right here. Chiefs mailbag today starting off strong here. You're watching the Chiefs report by Chat Sports. I'm your host Jay Sanderson. Without further ado, it's time for the best part of the week. We're going to talk some Chiefs news, some Chiefs rumors, and answer some questions that you asked today. All right here on the Chiefs report. Let's start with the first question coming from a real one. Tony Puentes saying, is there a way to bring back Eric Bieniemy?" I think there is, but I think it's going to take some money that the Chiefs weren't willing to spend last year, and so I don't know if they'll be willing to spend this year. The enemy was bought out with Washington, and you got to kind of go in here and say, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if you'll be able to kind of go out and get that guy back. Honestly, I think he's in line for a head coaching job somewhere at the end of the season. He's done pretty well with Washington for the weapons he's been given. Obviously, they're not great, but... 
and he's done okay with that offense. There is some part of me, though, they fire Ron Rivera, and he doesn't want to stay. Maybe he does come back to Kansas City. Maybe yeah, it does work out. We'll see, though. I will say I don't trust that guy. I don't trust him. The Bright Wolf, another real one coming in with a question saying, draft Marvin Harrison Jr. I certainly would love to. That would solve so many problems. The only problem, uh, that would cost an arm and a leg. And you don't have that. Uh, it would just take too much. I mean, I get it, you're 9-6, but at the same time, it's one of those things of how exactly are you going to trade to get to a top five pick, probably a top three pick, to get Marvin Harrison? I mean, there's talk that the Bears may stick at one and just take Marvin Harrison there. I just don't see that happening. As much as I would love to, it doesn't seem like a possibility right now, which, hey, it's all right. Um, Rasheed Rice, best wide receiver in this year's draft class for the Chiefs, was a sick-round pick. And he's been playing great. He's the best wide receiver on the Chiefs right now as a rookie. So doesn't always have to be a top pick to get a good wide receiver. Next question coming from Roasted and Toasted, saying, hashtag Chiefs, will Matt Nagy be fired after the season if the Chiefs don't figure it out? I think he will. I, I, I truly think if the Chiefs offense cannot figure it out, they're going to switch him out. Now, I don't know if they'll necessarily fire him. I don't know if they'll be one of those of maybe moving him to a different part on the staff, kind of like it was last year with the enemy or Move him to a different section. Let him go be a quarterback's coach. Let him go be somewhere else. I don't know if he'll do that because Andrew Reid's a guy's guy. He likes his guys, and he wants to keep him on staff. So I don't know that he'll fire him and just let him go, but I would highly expect him to not be in charge of the offense if this does not get figured out within the next couple of weeks. Would you like to see Matt Nagy fire? I want you to let me know in the comment section of today's video. I am kind of curious to see how Chief Keenan feels about this. We've seen some mixed opinions in all of this here. I want you to type F for fire. I want you to type K for keep. Let me know what you're thinking in the comment section. Would you like Matt Nagy to be fired or kept as we're fired? K for keep. Bright Wolf saying, get rid of Travis Kelsey. Too focused on Taylor Swift and it's ruining his game. I somewhat agree with this, but I think there's also something else that you may be missing. Kelsey is getting up there in age, and he said earlier this year, I'm a lot closer to retiring than people think. I think there's age catching up to him, and to be quite honest with you, I think his life outside of football has just grown so big that it's sometimes hard to focus, and it's not just Taylor Swift. That's part of it, of course, but there's also talk of his podcast. His podcast with his brother is one of the biggest podcasts on earth right now. Like, New Heights is going to literal New Heights, like, it's taken off. It's making a ton of money. It's a lot to kind of handle. And obviously, he's been able to do it both. And the past couple of years, he's understood it. But there is some part of it where if it's three of these things combined, you have Taylor Swift, you have his podcast going on, along with him being saying, I'm close to retiring, more close than you think, maybe there's some thought to that, you know, his off-field life is just taking precedent right now. And that's his choice, unfortunately. But. We'll have to see. I don't know that he will retire after this year, especially with the way it's gone. So we'll have to see, but I, <laughs> I certainly don't want to get rid of Travis Kelsey. I will say that. Luca coming in with a chat saying why they don't give Ross or James MVS's snaps. Yesterday, MVS had 80% of snaps, and he did nothing give Ross James. Yep, I appreciate it, Luca. Did want to say something. He said yesterday, we're filming this on our live show. So if you're watching this on Saturday, we're filming this on Tuesday of our live show. That's why he said yesterday, but MVS did have 80% of snaps versus the Raiders, which is kind of crazy because that should not happen. 
MVS had 80% of the snaps and had one target. What? <laughs> this dude also lined up offsides, by the way, which I kind of looked at it. It wasn't really offsides. But either way, I completely am 100% agree with you, Luca. It's, it's wild. Ross or Richie should be getting both of those snaps. I mean, it, it's one thing of MVS sets up the talent, but if Mahomes doesn't trust him, then he shouldn't be on the field. Completely there. That's one thing. But hey, hopefully we'll see what can happen here in the next few weeks. I do agree, though. Hopefully seeing more of Richie James and Justin Ross. Well, I'll tell you what. We're filming this on Tuesday, but I know you're seeing this on Saturday, some of you. So wish everybody a happy new year in the comment section of today's video as, hey, Tomorrow, if you're watching this on Saturday, it's New Year's Eve. And then guess what? We are in 2024. Crazy. Crazy to think about it. Once you to type H-N-Y for Happy New Year in the comment section as it's going to be a fun time. And Well, let me know in the comment section there if you're supporting everybody and using that H-N-Y to wish everybody in Chiefs Kingdom a Happy New Year. I'm going to wish myself a Happy New Year's by going to prize picks and winning some of my entries. I'll tell you what. I've got my entry already placed for Saturday, and I'm telling you, it's a heater. It's a heater. Now, Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and that's the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections, and you watch the winnings roll in. Here are my Saturday picks for tonight's game, as I've got Jared Goff, the more, on passing yards. I've got Dak Prescott, the more, on passing yards. And I've got Amon Ross St. Brown, the more, on passing, or rather receiving yards. I'm going more across the board. We've seen that when Dallas plays a game inside of Jerry's world, inside of AT&T Stadium, the offense tend to goes off, tends to go off, and I think the uh, bad defense of the Lions will probably help with those yardage for Dak Prescott. But I will say this, the good offense of the Lions will probably break this Cowboys defense. So go check it out at prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100 testing my skills on prize picks this season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. And if you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Once again, prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use code CLNS for a first deposit match of $100. Go check it out. Next question coming in from Shad Jamison saying, besides wide receiver, where is the Chiefs' biggest weakness? That's a good question. I think there's a lot of ways I think you might be able to go with this. But at the same time, I think this one's more to injury. I think it's probably safety is probably what I would say. I like Mike Edwards. I like Joshua Williams or Joshua Watson, but I, I, I just don't know who behind them. Like Justin Reed is good. Mike Edwards has been pretty decent. Uh, Brian Cook was injured, though. There's, I think that's probably the one thing, because the offensive line has been solid up until this past game against the Raiders. Obviously, the Titans have been great. Obviously, wide receivers taken out of it. Defensive line has been great. You have really good names like George Karloftis and other guys who are stepping up, even with Chris Jones still there. You have your linebacker core of Drew Tranquil and Nick Bolton, who are doing great, and Willie, Willie Gay Jr., Lear Chanel, all playing amazing. Your cornerback room of Legereus Seed and Trent McDuffie are playing great. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. I would say safety is probably the one. I, it's kind of hard, though, because with safety, you have injuries Injuries with that with Brian Cook. So I think that may be the one problem, but um, I would say safety would probably be the one. 
Travis Fan 87 coming in here with the next question, right? Got the next question rolling in here. I think we have. There it is. Travis Fan number 87. As he says, who do you blame for the Chiefs' struggles this year? <laughs> Bouncing right back off that question, kind of in a way. A wide receivers are the first one, but there has to be some blame placed on Brett Beach. He ultimately designed this team. He was the one who ultimately said, we don't need a wide receiver, guys. We won last year without him, right? And now here we are, 9-6. and six. I think there has to be some point where you have to look at this team and say, Brett Veach did not do his due diligence to come out here and basically say, I care about this team. Say, I want to put my time in this team. It didn't seem like he did that. All he did was draft Rasheed Rice, who's been great. But their first-round pick, Felix Eniduke Azoma, has barely seen the field. I don't know, man. I think it's a lot of things that you could probably put a blame on. Maybe Andy Reid a little bit. Maybe Matt Nagy probably a lot. But Brett Beach has to be one to start taking a little bit of this backlash. Let's go to the next question here. This one coming from Luca. Once again, Luca, what's up, man? Put Matt Nagy as QB coach if he is good with Mahomes, but he can't be OC or head coach. I completely agree. That's, it's kind of what I was saying a couple minutes ago of if Matt Nagy is going to stay on the squad, it'll be as a QB coach, which I think Patrick likes Nagy for the most part. And Nagy has been okay as a QB coach. I don't mind that. Put him there. That way he's still on staff, but he should not be scheming the offense. Now, the problem is, are you really going to go tell that guy, hey, you're going to be the QB coach and expect him to stay? I don't know about that. I mean, could he go get an offensive coordinator position somewhere else? Maybe he just quits. We'll have to see, though. I, I would like that, but there probably has to be a little bit of kind of pride to this, so we'll have to see. Last question here. Let's go. TH saying, we should use Kadarius Tony as a Debo-type player. I could not have said this better. I keep saying that Kadarius Tony should just be Debo. Like, literally, give him the jet sweeps. Give him the snaps. Give him the screens. Don't let him go downfield. Just screens and running plays. Now, Debo can go down the field, but I don't think we should use Kadarius Tony that way. But jet screens, sweeps, I love that idea. I think that would be great. I think that would make this team so much better. And Kadarius Tony would be such a better player. He's a gadget player. That's what he's been his career. Use him that way. And then once that starts rolling, once he gets his confidence back, then you can start trying to implement some deeper routes, some longer routes, some mid-range routes even. Just anything to get this guy going. Like the video if you want the Chiefs to beat the Bengals as we end today's live show and end today's mailbag here. We appreciate everybody watching on the live show. We appreciate everybody watching on the mailbag as we appreciate all your support, all your love. It's still not over yet. We appreciate you. Peace out.